podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who hate Batman. We're watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present, and we are up to the 1990, 1966 Batman, the movie. Yes. I'm Danny. And I'm Chelsea. I forgot to say that at the, the it's start. It's okay. I mean, at this point, we're yeah. far people, enough in. Yeah, people know who we are. Also, major wishful thinking, hmm. 1990. Oh, my God, we got a long way to go for the no, 90s. No, we have many more to see. There's a lot of Batman movies. Uh, how are you doing, Chelsea? I'm doing good. I um, just came from an improv class, and uh-huh. uh, halfway through the break, one of my friends from home texted me and was like, hey, are you sitting down right now? Uh-oh. And I was like, yeah, why? Like, come on, tell me what's going on. And he sent me a screen grab. Of someone's Tinder match, uh-huh. and it's a girl from my college who I hated uh-huh. because she's like just one of those people that's like only into certain things because they're trendy, okay. like septum piercings and like very specific generic tattoos, and she just buzzed her hair. Uh, who had matched with one of my ex boyfriends uh-huh. on Tinder, which I I, I was like. I mean, I don't care. I'm very happily dating somebody. Sure. But just, like, knowing him as a person and, like, his religious background and, like, knowing that she keeps being, like, every couple of months, she's like, I'm a lesbian. And then she's like, (laughs) no, I'm going to fuck random guys in bathrooms. I just really want them to go out and just watch it be the most awkward date in the world. So, wait, this guy texted you this? No, 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 no. How did this get back to... It got back to my friend because... Uh Um, he's one of my best friends from home, and he happens to be friends with this girl I hate. Oh, okay. And she sent it to him when she realized they matched. Uh-huh. I think is like a ha-ha funny thing. Like, I don't okay, even gotcha. know if she really was, like, interested. Um, but also, his Tinder picture is the same thing that his profile picture was when we dated oh, two and a half years ago. Oh, shit. Uh and it was, like, a picture that I asked him to take to be, like, show me you going to school, blah, 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 <laughs> So it's, like, really weird for me. Uh-huh. I don't That's know. That's kind of an old picture, then, two and a half years ago. People... It was an old picture, and I'm sure he looks the same. Like, yeah. It's, he, like, worked out a lot, so I'm sure that's something he continues and, mm-hmm. like, probably looks mostly the same. She does not look the same as she does in her profile picture. It's okay. pre-buzz. Pre-buzz. That's a big change. That is a big change. <laughs> so it's kind of weird for me. Um, so, yeah, it made me laugh. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's about all I have to say about that, <laughs> says Forrest Gump. What about you? Anything? Um, uh, not a whole lot going on. We, we talked about this a little bit off the mic. We hung out on Friday, went to a party. Yeah. And you were very, very drunk. I did not mean to. <laughs> I don't know and, if I've mentioned it yet, but yeah. I found out not that long ago that I'm diabetic. I'm going to blame it on all of the zebra cakes. <laughs> um, and so I have to drink liquor. Um, because it's like the lowest carb. Right, you require, that's part of diabetes. You, you require have to, to drink, drink liquor. liquor. It's medicinal. Yeah. It's like the 1920s. <laughs> so when I go out, if I have like two drinks because I don't drink very often, it hits me harder. So I'd, 
been out for like three hours and had two drinks and Danny showed up and I was tanked. And you started stealing things and putting them in your purse. I did. And when I asked you about it, you were like, this is the thing I do. Don't worry about it. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, it's really true. (laughs) I'm sorry, mom. When I lived in Spain, my friend Dana and I used to do it and we would like steal tapa plates by like putting them in our bras and just seeing how much we could get out of a restaurant. (laughs) And then instead of keeping it, we would like walk a couple of blocks and just smash the dishes. That's amazing. Yeah, we re- it was really fun. I've actually got a video of her somewhere, like, just smashing plates on the ground. <laughs> I wish I had a bra now. I would steal things all the time. Um, yeah, it's pretty good for hiding stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. I also just saw online the other day a hairbrush flask, which is brilliant. Yeah. Because there are women who brush their hair a lot, and they carry hairbrushes with them. Sure. So you could take a hairbrush into a music festival. I've got a friend who just bought a plastic flask so you can go through like a metal detector with this flask oh nice yeah that's how i found out my friend is an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) i think they should make camera shaped ones that'd be cool because they'll let you take cameras into festivals yeah i bet they do i bet somebody's made that has someone made that if not please make it and send us (laughs) one i'll try it for you but make it small or i'll end up in the hospital (laughs) please god you know you don't have to drink the entire thing that's true. You can stop at some point. I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> no, but that it was just, it's like so crazy for me because I've always been able to drink like a fairly large amount of alcohol uh-huh. at any time. Like uh, for New Year's Eve, I had like six bourbon rocks uh-huh. and I was fine. Like I was kind of tipsy, but I drove home drunk that night. Don't drive drunk. But no. like I was like sober enough to drive. And then I had two and a half on Friday and was very drunk and <laughs> gave one of my, we like went to IHOP afterwards because uh, our friend and her sister needed food mm-hmm. and I was drunk enough to be an asshole and be like, now is the perfect time for me to tell you how much I don't like your boyfriend and how I think you should be happier and like you could do this instead and blah, blah, blah. So basically I'm an asshole. Don't let me have more than one drink at your parties. I went to a party last night, and I I rarely get drunk. Did I get two parties drunk. in a row? Yeah. Damn, I'm very Danny. social. I rarely get actually drunk anymore. I, I had mm. like one or two drinks, but I got really drunk. Yeah. And coming home, he doesn't live that far. It should have been about a half an hour to get home. It ended up like a four or five hour odyssey. Was it because it of the uh, explosions? No, no. It was just me taking the wrong bus and... <laughs> Not knowing what I was doing. You're just wandering. Yeah, yeah. And just saying, I have no idea where I am, so I'm just going to start heading in this direction until I recognize something. And stopping to cry outside Little Caesars and thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) How do I get home? That's when you call an Uber. My phone was dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. If my phone was working, I could have just put in Google Maps. I would have been home right away. Was Little Caesars still open? No, it was not. It was like 5 in the morning. Danny. Yeah, it was bad. And just thinking That's like so I, dangerous. Yes. And the whole time I was like, I this if I was sober, this would be very easy. I would know how to get home. But I'm drunk and I'm stupid and I can't figure this out. How far away from home were you? I have no idea. I feel like we should like pull up on Google Maps all of the little Caesars between your friend's house and <laughs> and here. It how probably long did was it take not, you to find home. About five hours. So this was basically no, not five hours, like, but like four hours. Homeward Bound, yeah, yeah, the movie, yeah. but just 
sadder. Yeah. <laughs> and with you by yourself. Yeah. Wow, you didn't even have a drunk pal. Because like sometimes when you're with a friend and you get lost when you're drunk, it becomes an adventure. Yeah. And you, like, no, this was not an adventure. Outside and like <laughs> it's just fun. It's yeah. like camping. Yeah. But this was not. No, this is just sad. Wow. This is sad and tiring, and I don't remember most of it. Well, knowing that now, I was going to be like, we never record this late at night. We should drink while we do it. No. But yeah, no, you no. can't do that. You would die. <laughs> no, I've had all the alcohol I think I'm wow. ever going to have. Never going to drink again. Well, that's obviously a lie. Yeah. Never going <laughs> to drink again until at least tomorrow. Until at least later this evening. Yeah. Until at least maybe like a pre-bed beer. Sometime we'll do a drunk podcast. I really think we should. That'd be fun. I, uh, it would be colorful. Yeah. I've got some ideas for, for uh, I get, next week we can't do it because we're doing it at, well, we'll get to that next yeah. week. Uh, I've got some ideas for guests coming up. There have been some people I've talked about. Cool. I don't know, maybe when they do it, we can have some drinks. Yeah. And make this happen. It'll be fun. Probably guests more comfortable yeah absolutely yeah for sure and i know francesca is like absolutely coming back for that one yes that yes she, absolutely we i don't want to spoil it but there's a very good reason francesca's coming back i'm i think we should get her drunk before she talks about the reason yes because i think it will be majestic let's get into this batman movie yes let's this is do we've it. done so many weird indie not indie, but like uh, unauthorized. This is the first full, fully authorized motion, full length motion picture. The first true Batman movie. This is 1966. Adam West, Burt Ward, Batman the movie. Did you do any research about like the um, the the actors, the background of? Um, you know, not a ton with this one because a lot of the actors I feel like are pretty well known. Mm-hmm. I mean, like everyone knows Adam West. Um, I, I've got like some fun facts. Like sure. uh, in the comics, Batman is said to be six two. Oh, okay. Uh, and Adam West is the only person who's played Batman who is exactly six foot two inches tall. Really, I did not think Adam West was that tall. I I did have a very bad gauge of how tall people are. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard to tell in a TV, movie. and TV, all yeah. so But I, I kind of imagined him as being kind of on the short side. I think that's because we, like, now we know that most actors are short. Yeah. And also he's so goofy that, I don't know, he, maybe that shrunk him in my mind. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. I associate tallness with, like, being cool and powerful and. All this, and that's not who Adam West is. It kind of makes me want to look up how tall Burt Ward is because he's not like. Yeah, he's very short. I mean, like it. But if he were super, super short, then we would think, oh, Adam West is even taller because yeah. of like the disparity. But, right. Um, so he's the only one that's six foot two. Huh. Um, the guy that they had that they cast as the penguin was not the original choice. Okay. Uh, they wanted Spencer Tracy to do it. Uh huh. And. He wanted it to be in his contract that he got to kill Batman. Okay. That was the only way he would do it. That was the condition. And they were like, That's an insane condition. Obviously, (laughs) we cannot let you do that. So we're going to pass. But thank you very, very much. Well, that's an insane condition. But also, like, that's not a condition that I would associate with Spencer Tracy. 
who is Spencer Tracy? Spencer Tracy used to do a bunch. Of, he's in uh, the Philadelphia Story with Catherine Hepburn. Okay, he's like more of a like a classic Hollywood actor. That's such a weird condition that almost makes me wonder if like he didn't want to do this and he's <laughs> trying to do <laughs> some kind of weird power. All move right, to, I'll do it, but only if you let me blow up the set when yeah. it's over. Yes, um, that's actually possibly a good point. Um, seeing. The way it turned out. Yeah. It seems like maybe that was a good career move on his right. part. <laughs> Not a lot of people from uh, from this movie really went on to do that much. I mean, Adam West didn't do... He, he did a few things, but he never became... This is still very much the thing he's known for. Yeah, absolutely. But he did a lot before this. He He's very actively voiced on Family Guy. Yes. Yeah, he's done some voiceover stuff. Uh, he was in like a Three Stooges movie. He's in the last Three Stooges movie uh, before he was Batman. That's weird. He was cool. up for yeah. He was up for being uh, James Bond at one point. Ooh, and that would have been that would have been. I could actually kind of see it after yeah, watching this. I could too when he's playing Bruce Wayne, but it's just that voice. Like yeah, will always be <laughs> Adam West as Batman. He was in in uh, I think it was Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, Diamonds. Diamonds. Uh, he was up for being, uh, it looked like Sean Connery wasn't going to be coming back, so they approached him, and he said no. Yeah. He said no to, to be, because he, uh, he said James Bond should always be played by a British guy. He didn't want to do it. Well, that was stupid on his part. Very stupid. Um, wow. Idris Elba for He would Bond. be so good. He would be so good. I'm not a big Think James Bond fan, but I would watch that. Think women would come out to the movie theater to see Yeah. Also, I agree with you. I'm not a huge Bond fan. I like the older ones when they're very tongue-in-cheek and they're uh-huh. like make, they're clearly making fun of spy movies and yeah. like whatever. And then recently they've kind of gotten more like they take themselves more seriously. They're whatever, not that entertaining, but Idris Elba is so phenomenal that I would go see a Bond movie. I would pay to see it in theaters. Uh-huh. I've only watched Luther like three times. So. <laughs> Luther's really good. It's a great TV show, yeah. So if you're into very attractive men and British crime serials, then... I also read about this... Uh, th- well, this was... They, they. I think they released the movie and the show at like the same time. The mo- mm-hmm. Or the... The show came like a little bit first. They wanted the show as like a promotional tool for the movie. So it's like a chicken or the egg thing? Yeah. But um, uh, Burt Ward, Adam West had like a stuntman for everything. Burt Ward had to do almost all his own stunts. And he found out afterwards what that was is that they, they were paying him like SAG minimum. But the stuntman was being paid per stunt. And so to save money, they had him do most of his own stunts. And he ended up in the hospital a bunch of times over the course of the, the show. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. And that's why unions are important. Yes. Unless you're doing a bad job at following the rules of the union. But the show was uh, very, very popular from what I've read. It ran for three seasons, like yeah. 120 episodes, because they were doing like two a week. Yeah. This is like when my mom was watching it when she was little and like wanted to be Batman and like, yeah. made her... And they asked for Batman boots for Christmas and like <laughs> wore them all the time. And they uh, they wanted to bring it back for a fourth season, and basically it it was very popular, it was very successful, but the budget was like so high that even being as popular as it was, it just wasn't cost effective. Hmm. So they had to cancel it. That is interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Pur- 
poor Burt Ward. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything since. He probably couldn't have. They probably have fucked up his back and shoulders. Yeah, probably. He's just like, I am not in physical shape to continue acting like this. That's crazy. So this movie basically came about, uh, it was kind of a a reaction to the older Batman serials we covered. People, uh, they started putting them in, in movie theaters again and right. uh they were very popular it was a big hit and so they made this movie with this this very uh, uh th- this movie and tv show with a very campy batman mm-hmm. in response to that i think it's interesting as a uh barometer of the the 60s that batman is uh i mean he's kind of an authority figure and he's i mean in this he's explicitly a deputized police officer right and he's very much kind of the butt of a joke He's someone to be to be mocked. I think that for me, watching this put the Warhol film in more perspective for me mm-hmm. because that was like a, the beginning of camp as a genre. Yeah, and so the '60s just like fully embraced that. So yeah. then in this, you see like the fully realized idea of I think what was maybe going on inside. Andy Warhol's head, right. which we will never this know. Is, <laughs> this is so campy. It's so campy, but I loved it. Like, I loved the camp in it. I loved, like, how brightly colored everything was. Yeah. How, how everything like, is labeled all over the back I love the There's labels on everything. I loved it. It was like Alfred got a fucking label maker and was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everything was labeled in... It was perfect. I loved it. The fireman poles that say, like... Access to Batcave. Yes, <laughs> and, and then each po- each pole is labeled with their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they know which ones to go down. Like I. Well, they have to know that. That's important because there's an instant uh, right. costume changer costume. lever. But you'd think that it would be not hard to remember which one to go down because there are just two. Yeah. And they are are just two of them. I but guess they don't want to take any chances. They can't have Batman can't wearing have Robin's Batman. costume. It just kind of makes you question Bruce Wayne's intelligence. Because <laughs> Alfred's like, okay, Bruce, I'm going to go through and label everything in the lab for you. <laughs> Batman's just like, well, what? what is this thing? It's a it's a magnifying glass, Bruce. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a label on this for you <laughs> so you don't forget. I also like found this movie kind of difficult to take notes on, like, play-by-play. Yeah. Because there would just be, like, large periods of time where the same thing would be happening and there'd be no progress, no plot point. Yeah. Um, significantly more enjoyable to watch than the, the serials. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 nothing is worse to watch than those serials. Nothing. Those are so bad. Like, Guantanamo Bay, Guantanamo Bay videos. Yeah. Like torture. But I, I love, going back to what we were saying before, I love the idea that Batman has, like, some kind of mental condition. Mm-hmm. Like, some kind of, like, um, that Oliver Sacks, the man who mistook his wife for a hat thing where he just yeah. can't recognize common objects. Right. So Alfred has to label these things for him. Yeah. Also, um... That's my... I'm headcanoning that. Yeah, but that's I think that's absolutely on. true. Yeah. It's... I think that's actually why they start putting the bat signal on all of the things that belong to Batman. <laughs> because he doesn't know. He has no way of knowing. He doesn't know what's his or not. Yeah. So... All right, let's start... Yeah, uh, let's, like, let's talk about... Yeah. So it starts off... Uh, with the with the credits, Batman is just walking so half heartedly across the screen in the right. credits. It was cool though. I liked the credits with all the different colors. Yeah, like different colors, like spotlights, and uh, Batman just had no energy in this. No. He just looked very tired in that. He didn't care. 
Um, and then it flashes to like a like it cuts away from all that, flashes to a brick wall uh-huh. with the longest acknowledgement. I wrote down the first section. Um, and the first section says, We wish to express our gratitude to the enemies of crime and crusaders against crime throughout yeah. the world for their inspirational example. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. And then two or three more paragraphs popped up, and yes. I wrote, There's more, but it's too long. It was too long. And that was a weird thing to have. Yeah. It, it felt, I don't know, most of this movie, there, it's campy, but it's like so aware of itself. That felt kind of genuine to me. I felt like a moment out of, like the the sixties, uh, not the, the the serials. I felt like something they would do. It also is. There were parts of this that felt like vaguely political to me. Mm-hmm. Like the points when Batman is like support your police officers. Yeah. And I was trying to think of like, okay, why would they include that? And then I was like, all right, but this is like you know we're dealing with civil rights issues here, like. I wonder if that was something that people were actively thinking about because of police being involved in race riots and things like that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I took it as, uh, again, Batman's kind of a figure to be mocked, and he's he's so absurdly moral and so, like, stay in school, brush your teeth. And he, he's just like a, a silly... He I think never says to brush your teeth. No, he doesn't actually literally say that. But that's the, the tone oh, I of it. And yeah. I, I think it's uh, kind of making fun of authority. And he's uh, uh, just so white bread. Yeah. So it's almost like one of those things where it's like, if you were watching it with your parent, like if you were a teenager in the 60s and you were watching this and your mom went with, to the movies with you, your mom would be like... Batman, he's a wholesome character. He's saying support the police. <laughs> and then you as a 17-year-old would be like, it's not really. Fuck you, mom. What they're saying, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting, especially because they go so far out of their way to like recognize police officers and crime fighters. and Yeah. Um, so this starts off, uh, Batman and Robin get a, a tip that Commodore Schmid- Schmidlap is in danger on his yacht, and so they come to rescue him in the Batcopter. And Batman climbs down the rope, and then the he tries to board the yacht, but then the yacht just disappears, and he's dunked into the water, and he's right. attacked by a shark. I loved this. <laughs> this was really ridiculous. It's hilarious. It was kind of amazing. And Robin has to hand him the, the bat shark repellent shark spray. Shark repellent. Shark repellent, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, the shark is, like... First, he's got Batman's whole leg in his mouth, and yes. then like Adam West, it's like, very clearly a rubber just shark. Just gets onto his shark. knee. Oh my god, it's it, it's very fake. It's it looks like a, the fakest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then they like spray him. Um, well, I just have to include this. So Batman gets when Robin sees that Batman has the shark on his leg. He says, "Holy sardine!" <laughs> and then Robin like. Climbs down the rope ladder, does this like acrobatic thing where he like bends over. That backwards. felt really unnecessary. It also felt like very like okay, Robin, we get it. Yeah. Like, whatever. Hands him the shark repellent. He like sprays the shark with the shark repellent. It falls off into the water and ex- it fucking explodes. Yes. It's a shark stuffed with dynamite. It literally. I thought at first that was just going to be like a nonsensical thing, but they come back to that. They explain. Yeah. That the, the shark was literally stuffed with dynamite. It was an exploding shark. Incidentally, 
Um, that explosion last night in Chelsea was also a shark stuffed the dynamite <laughs> in a dumpster. Do you think the penguin could have been behind that? The penguin is probably behind that. They thwarted another one uh, not that far from there. So. so Batman and Robin head back to Commissioner Gordon, and they, they, they reduce... Or they deduce uh, that the, uh, the the shark was the the plot of uh, the Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler, and Catwoman. This is the most nonsensical deductive process. It you mean sh- like every time they solve a riddle from the Riddler? Yeah, it's just like free association, just making things up, and it, it's it's like this is like Nostradamus predictions. It's it's they're. Uh, Batman and Robin definitely believed in the Mayan calendar. Yeah. The um, the they literally their process is like well it's a shark so it's associated with the sea so penguin must be involved right but the shark was pulling my leg so it's the Joker right but C C for cat Catwoman and then how do they get the Riddler. Oh, because uh, the the police chief is like oh man this is a real riddle. Oh, God. <laughs> also, sea, like the ocean, is not spelled with a C. Robin cannot spell. Uh, it's time for Chelsea's Joke Corner, yeah. where I tell you my favorite joke of okay. all time that I've probably told you four times. <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite letter? R? Ah, uh, you'd think it'd be R, but it's actually the C. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chelsea. <laughs> So that was pertinent. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was pertinent. Hey, did you know I actually helped write this Batman script? <laughs> uh, and then they, they have this press conference. Uh, this is the moment where Robin just proudly, he just shouts out, support your police. Right. And then Batman, Batman like looks into the camera yeah. like stoically. Yeah. I almost didn't say anything, but then I remember this just sound. And they, um, they also... Um, th- there's a woman there, a Russian woman, uh, with like leopard print everything, leopard print hat, who wants Batman to take off his mask so that she can get a picture. And Which is uh, when I was immediately like, Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. This is Catwoman. Yes. And uh, Robin, they, they make a big deal that they never take off their masks. And Robin proudly declares that even their relatives don't know their true identities, which seems really unlikely given how little his mask covers. Also, especially because he doesn't have relatives because he's Batman's ward. Yeah, he's an orphan. At the beginning. Yeah. So, like, sorry, you don't have a family, Robin. <laughs> no one gives a rat. Yeah, neither of them have relatives. They're both orphans. Doesn't Batman have an aunt? Oh, yeah, I think in the... In this TV show, he has an aunt. Yeah, her name's like Aunt Marge or something. Yeah, but she her, doesn't like, come in the movie. Briefly. Oh, does she, she? Yeah. She's like, you remember that part where they're like driving up to the, um, what's it called? Wayne Manor or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's like two people that are like waving from the garden. Apparently, one of them is her. Okay. I, I missed that. I watched this movie on Amazon Video because I couldn't find it anywhere else. And they have a cool thing where they pop up fun facts. <laughs> Did you see there's a cameo by Jack LaLanne in this? I did not. Yeah. He's the guy when they're flying in the back copter, uh, and there's a, a guy in a jumpsuit on the roof with a bunch of women in bikinis. That's That was Jack LaLanne. Oh, yeah. I remember. I was like, why are there always women in bikinis in movies in the 60s? <laughs> uh, so they have this pre- press conference. Oh, I also noticed Batman's costume fits. 
Batman looks great. I have one. I don't know if I go that far, but it it fits. The mask. No, I great. hate the mask. I actually I do really it. enjoy the terrible eyebrows that look like divine. Oh God! Why does he have eyebrows? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, uh, John Waters' friend, right? Who's the, in his the, all his movies. Most famous drug queen. Yes. one of them. Please, God, don't anyone come for me with that. But like those eyebrows are iconic, and yeah. that's why did he have those eyebrows? Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, like if you look at a, like if you pull up a picture of Divine's eyebrows and look at them next to the bat mask, I'm gonna pull up a picture right now because that's really important for me. And Batman's ears on the mask are they, they look much more like a bat's ears. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work. The nose is weird, and the nose is weird, weird too. There's like lines over the nose it's to blue. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, we're so used to, like, uh, the 90s and then the, the Christian Bale Batman movies, uh, where it's, like, kind of much more form-fitting. And, like, a lot of the 90s movies, there's abs that are, like, built into the, the suit. Right. And this is just, like, spandex. But it fits, at least. Oh, yeah. There's Divine. Uh, looks very much like Batman. Yeah. He's <laughs> very Batman. Yeah, Lady Divine stole Batman's eyebrow game. But it's still a huge step up from the from the series. Oh my god, it's so much better. And no weird tights on Robin, like they're. Well, there are tights. Yeah, but they're like at least semi opaque. Yeah, they're uh, they're like skin tone. Uh, so the Russian woman, uh, Kitya Katya, uh, she goes Kitka. Kitka. She goes to a bar full of people who are just fighting each other and someone calls her Catwoman and she slaps him and tells him never to use her real name in public I thought that did you think that was weird that she says Catwoman is her real name like that's her she sees herself as Catwoman yeah I mean it's her identity so like Kitka is a costume for her yeah but she Catwoman she made that up because she's clearly not Russian yeah definitely she's not but Russian but that was but... one of the penguins dumb like henchmen yeah so he's just an idiot she probably just needed to slap him so he knew it <laughs> I just thought that was an interesting uh, idea that Catwoman is her, her real identity not uh, Selena Kyle would be her birth right. name but uh, it's kind of a recurring idea in a lot of the Batman comics that Bruce Wayne is just a mask and Batman is the real person Right. And, uh, Which is not real. <laughs> well, Associative personality yeah. disorder. No, Batman's a crazy person. Yeah. He's a, a lunatic. Mm-hmm. But apparently so is Catwoman, and she sees Catwoman as being her true identity. Well, that's why she's, like, acting like a cat all the time. Yeah. she's is weird. Yeah. That's weird when... We'll get into that yeah. more later. But, uh, so the villains are all squabbling. And uh, Catwoman just throws a cat at them. Yeah, she's like, cat, eat their eyes out. And the cat just is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, because it's a cat. Yeah. Cats don't do that. I also, I like how they call themselves the United Underworld. Yeah, because there's a, uh, a UN-type organization. It's basically the UN. It is the UN. Yeah. It, it's just the United World. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I don't know. My next thing I wrote down was a thing that the Joker said that I thought was funny. What's when that? He was like, a joke a day keeps the doctors away. 
<laughs> Did you notice the Riddler kept changing costumes yes. in this movie? What was that about? I honest to God think one of them was the stunt double and one of them was the real one and they were just like rotating through. It was weird. There's was multiple weird. costumes. He had two different costumes that keep switching back and forth. And he also keeps taking off his mask. Yeah. He hates wearing that mask. Yeah. Also, um, did you notice that the Joker's stuntman had a completely different colored wig? It was like a different color. No, I missed that. It was a different, it was like more faded. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, here's a shitty wig for you. So the Joker is pretending to be a ship steward, and he goes through this elaborate ruse to make sh- to make this passenger think that they're at sea. Right, and, he's, and that's the commandant or the commodore. Or... I didn't understand what their goal was. Because the bad guy machine that they use later on uh-huh. was on the yacht with that guy. Okay. So if that guy thought he was still on the yacht, then the bad guy machine was safe on the yacht nothing could be happening to it. But why do they need this guy to think nothing has happened to it? So he doesn't report it or try to get away? or Why don't, don't they know. just kill him? Because you can't just kill people in Batman <laughs> stuff, Danny. You know that better than I. They're I'm. villains. Yeah, but they don't kill in like this, these early ones. I guess in this one they don't. Uh, also, Cesar Romero, who plays the Joker, has a mustache. That they paint right over. Yeah. I loved it. He refused to shave his mustache. They just had to put makeup over it. I loved it's it. It's so distracting. And, I like, couldn't the lips not. come, like, right around the edge of yeah. the mustache. Oh. I could not stop looking at that mustache. It was captivating. It should have won, like, an Emmy or something. Yeah. Batman and Robin are in the cave trying to figure what was going on with that, uh, with that ship. And... Uh, Bat Robin cannot type. His typing is just like. Yeah, it's like he's not even pretending to type. No, it's, just, it's like super fake. There's like no one can see us typing anyway. Uh, so they then go out. They figure out that it's uh the there's a project projection from a buoy, and they drive out there on their bat boat. All right, here's my note about the Batboat. Yes. Now I understand why Batwoman wanted a Batboat. Right. Like, I get it. Uh-huh. I 100% support her decision. <laughs> that producer fucked her over. Yeah. Because that Batboat was cool. It was, it was a cool boat. They have a Batcopter, a Batboat, a Batmobile. A bat, uh, Batcycle. Batcycle. And Robin has a go-kart that he drives. They have a Batplane, too. They have a Batplane? Mm-hmm. In this movie, they have a Batplane? I think so. Don't they get in the bat plane when they detach the, and then get on it? Or is that the no, helicopter that's the copter. again? That's the copter. Oh. Whatever. I'm a girl. I don't know things. <laughs> and the penguin has a submarine that's painted like a penguin. And it has little feet yeah. on the back of the flip. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, so the, and the periscope is also a penguin that just sticks up out of the water. So while they're... Uh, they're investigating it. Batman takes out a briefcase with the bat symbol on it. They're investigating this buoy, and uh, the the ping- penguin flips some switch that turns the buoy into a giant electromagnet, and so they're stuck to the buoy by their belts. Right. Which instead of like taking off your yeah. belts, yeah, they go through this whole thing trying to demagnetize it, and the whole time I'm just thinking, why don't just take off your belt? You've got a spare. Can, yeah. You can, you can just take off your belt and problem solved. Right. There's like a torpedo that's being launched at them, and they're like, oh, how do we get out of this? Take off your belt. We reverse polarized the torpedo. Take off your fucking belt. Also, I wrote down most of Robin's, like, 
exclamations yeah. throughout this because they're stupid. They're, when they don't even have anything to do with the scene. No, like when he sees the pirate's periscope, he literally says, Holy Long John Silver! <laughs> and then I really wanted, like, popcorn shrimp. <laughs> I did. So the way they escape from that torpedo being shot at them, a porpoise throws itself in front of the torpedo off off camera. Yeah, I, we don't say, see I watched this. that scene three times to see if I missed it. Yeah. That feels like a scene was just missing, and there's some kind of problem with the... Why did they not show that? that that's such an insane explanation. I mean, they had the fake... A shark. They yeah. They haven't been able to get a fake dolphin. What happened there? That's such a bizarre... Yeah, I don't know, because I, I, re- I really was, like, not paying the best attention at mm-hmm. this point, so I, like, went back a couple of times. Yeah. And he's like, that noble animal gave its life for us. I was like, what the fuck just happened? So uh, the Riddler then shoots a missile up from the, the submarine into the air and it does some skywriting. It writes a, a riddle in the air. And Robin shouts out, a riddle in the form of a joke. Yeah, just so we know that they're working together. They're really, like, pounding that home. Yeah. And uh, did you write, I forgot to write down this riddle. I did not write down the riddle, but it was stupid. It's a stupid riddle. And they go through the the whole, it's the same kind of free association Mm -hmm. logic to figure it out. Honestly, I don't want to ruin the riddles for you. You should watch it and have to see them for yourself and grow audibly. (laughs) It was something, uh, oh, I remember what it was. It was like a, um, a, a, what do you get when a turkey flies upside down? And the answer is uh, gobble up. Or it, it didn't make any sense. And then the second one was supposed, the second one was about Catwoman. No, it wasn't about, it was a, uh, what's, what weighs six ounces and what sits in a tree is six, ounce, six ounces and very dangerous. And Robbins just so grimly says, a sparrow with a machine gun. As if that's, Wasn't there a thing about a cat coming to gobble up the sparrow? Well, that's their free association thing. Like, ah. oh, it's birds. Cats eat birds. Catwoman is involved. Right. And it was weird. They act like uh, that's a big revelation, but they already figured that out because it involved the C, C for cat, Catwoman. But now they've confirmed yes. it with the riddles. And they decide that their goal must be world domination. Mm-hmm. They say if it was just one villain, they might have some kind of low-level plan. Two villains yeah. that have got to be taking over the city. Three, the whole country. Four, the it's got to be the world, which is not their plan. They're not trying to take over the world no, at all. but, like, the United World, so the UN... Right. They were trying to take over. They weren't trying to take it over. They were trying to, to kidnap people and get money. Oh, and extort money from them. Yeah. yeah. But that would give them, like, a lot of power. Um, so, Batman calls the Pentagon. He has a direct line. Yes. Um... In the Pentagon, apparently it is one man and his secretary who share the same desk and are playing some kind of a game right. at the desk. And the secretary answers the phone and she's like, hello, the Pentagon, this is Admiral so-and-so's office. How can I help you today? And Batman's like, I'd like to speak to the Admiral. And she's like, one moment. And just like, then the Admiral picks it up on his phone. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know what they were trying to say about politics and... Pentagon and the Admiral, but it was... And the Admiral has sold an atomic submarine to a guy by the name of P. Engwin. Yes. 
And uh, Batman's like, oh, did, did he leave an address? And the Admiral's like, no, just a P.O. box. And, and Bruce Wayne is literally like, disposing of pre-atomic submarines to persons who don't even leave their full addresses. And then, like, looks at the camera and hangs up on the Admiral. Yeah. Which I enjoyed thoroughly. And he treats it as, as though it's like some kind of detective work. He goes like, P. Penguin. Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Batman was being shady. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Uh, um, so then uh, Catwoman, as, as Kitka, she goes to Bruce Wayne to lure him into a trap. She pretends that she's received some riddles written on Wayne Foundation stationery, and they've been slipped under his door, her door. And the premise of the riddles is basically that she is in danger. That seems like a huge leap to... Well, also, Bruce Wayne's a fucking idiot because multiple times, Kitka says, Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes. Or, oh, perfect. Yes. While wearing, like, cat-eye eyeliner and yeah. a leopard print dress. And I'm like, I'm literally sitting there looking at the TV like it's my dumbass child trying to give right. me an excuse for something like I was born last night. The, the riddles were, these were so bad. Mm-hmm. And this, to, to take this as a threat seems like such a huge leap. It was, uh, uh, what is, what has skin and rights? And oh my God, the answer to this. A ballpoint banana. Of course. <laughs> yes. And then uh, what What kind of people are always on the move? And Robin's like, hmm, people on the move, people who are rushing, Russians. Yeah. A Russian is going to slip on a banana. K- uh, Katka's, Kitka's Russian. She's going to slip on a banana. This is a threat. They're gonna t- right. But then like the ballpoint part of it just goes away. Yeah. That, that just seems to... I want to talk to the Riddler. They're making like, some huge leaps in you know, logic. you got to make some, you know, baby steps first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they figure it out, though. He's somehow... They're on the same crazy train as he is. Well, it's because it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bruce decides he's going to go out with Kitka, and Alfred and Robin are going to follow behind them in the Batmobile, the most subtle of yeah, all. Yes. And uh, Bruce, um, uh, Bruce actually asks Alfred if he has his driver's license. Why do you think he had to ask he, him? Well, he was like, do you have your driver's license? And he's like, in my wallet. So I wonder if Alfred just, like, leaves his license places. Because I accidentally leave mine at home a lot because I don't like to carry a wallet. So sometimes I, like, just put my license and my credit card in my pants or my bra or whatever. I'm thinking Alfred's so, license has been revoked. and uh, Probably for driving just got recklessly back. because of <laughs> Batman. Yes. And Bruce is like, sorry, Alfred, you're... Out of luck. I don't care about you. <laughs> so Robin and Alfred follow behind Bruce and, and Kitka. And Alfred is wearing like a full three-piece suit, a bowler hat, and a domino mask, and then glasses <laughs> over the mask. It's my favorite costume. <laughs> it's so good. In this show. It's so good. Catwoman's nails because those are... Those are pretty amazing. Pretty great. They're perfect. They're perfect. Diamonds. <laughs> Um, so, like, Bruce takes Kitka on this, like, romantical evening. They're have, riding like, around in a, a fancy in a, dinner. Yeah. They take a carriage ride. Um, the place they had dinner was called The Folded Arms, which I don't know why, but I thought that was really funny. Um, Did then, it feel like Bruce was really uncomfortable with Kitka? Um, 
like the way he danced with her, he he had one hand like behind her, but he like wouldn't. He just kind of touched her with his thumb and had like the rest I of his hands. I think that's fancy people old time manners. You think? Mm-hmm. Not because, touching when well, you're because dancing. Because if you put the full hand on the back, like that's like personal. Like ooh, almost six. <laughs> that seems like a big big leap from touching with your hand to sex. Well, to, no, because it's like on the lower back uh-huh. and like. I think that's what it was, and not just that Bruce is like. But then later on, she kisses him, and he seems so uncomfortable with it. Do you think it's because Alfred and Robin are watching? Yeah, they're watching on a TV screen, and Robin gets really upset when she starts kissing him. Robin gets re- actually, I, um, so they're they go dancing, and at one point, um. Bruce leans over and is like, when they're back in the carriage, he's like, this curtain which separates our countries is so foolish. (laughs) Um, And so um, Robin calls the commissioner and suggests that they put up the bat signal so that that the bad guys think that Batman's busy and they can kidnap Kitka. And then I wrote, Robin is jealous and doesn't want to watch anymore. Yeah. Even though he's like, it seems improper. Yeah. And Alfred's like, well, he told us to watch, but that does seem... Shut up, Alfred. ...prudent. And then they stop watching. Um, I, I think... I've, I mean, am I crazy to, to feel like there's some gay undertones? No, there definitely were. Okay. So yeah. I really was feeling like that. That's the vibe I got. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Yeah. There have to be. He, he sounded really jealous. He's clearly attracted to Kitka and is trying to fuck her. I don't know. He felt really uncomfortable with her, too. I don't think so. He was putting moves on her. I mean, she was, like, making out with him at one point, and he wasn't kissing her back. She was just, like, sucking on his face, and he just sat there, like, stone-faced. That weird scene where, he, where she's like, close your eyes and imagine a thing. Because she's like Morse coding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she has like a little device that's shaped like a cat with an antenna coming out, and she keeps like flicking the the tail and like tapping out a message in Morse code. Right. And then he's like, basically trying in his dream. He's like, getting ready to fuck her, and she's like, "No, take your time, go slow." <laughs> that was so weird. Like message. That was so weird. They're having like mind sex, like an avatar. They had their heads touching. Yeah. But, it was weird. <laughs> it was, it was, she's just like, just imagine having sex with me. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? Isn't that a thing that you want? Looks like super old-timey phone sex. Uh, <laughs> sexting. Um, so then they go... They go back to her, her hotel. And, and she slips into something more comfortable. But not before Bruce Wayne recites some Edgar Allan Poe to her. That felt like a weird poem choice. I wrote the same thing. I was like, of all the poets in all the land. Right. Why would you go Poe? He was like, go Poe sounds <laughs> Go uh, Poe. Go Poe. But, like, it wasn't like the raven or anything. It was, yeah. it was like a sonnet, but still, like, the same intent of, like, Cloth the raven. Yeah. Nevermore. I mean, Poe did stuff that's not horror. He did, like, romantic stuff. That's not what you think of when you think of Poe. exactly. Uh, So then all the villains show up. They're riding on jetpacks that are shaped like umbrellas. Which I love. They're so good. It looked like a super fun Disney ride. It's so good. Um, Am I being too quiet? Because that's, like... Yeah, just keep the mic mic near you. I'm going to make you come forward. Does it come forward or a lot? Break it. 
technical difficulties ensuing. I just don't want to break it. That's, no, it's fine. That's better. Uh, so the the villains show up, and the Penguin and the Joker are both wearing masks. They they do this a couple of times throughout the movie. It felt di- didn't that feel weird to you that they were wearing masks selectively? Gonna be honest, didn't even notice. I mean, it's not like the anyone's gonna mistake the the Joker for anyone else. He's white, got white skin and right. green hair. Or the penguin for anyone but perhaps Danny DeVito in a Halloween costume. <laughs> uh, so Bruce Wayne tries to fight them off. And this is actually a good fight scene. It is a good fight scene. It's actually really well choreographed. This is mm-hmm. the best Batman fight scene I think we've had. I think it's the best one in the movie, too. Oh, no question. Yeah. I mean, there weren't many. No, but just comparatively. Yeah. But he's actually really good and can handle himself well. And stupid, dumb Robin, who was outside being jealous, wasn't watching, <laughs> yeah, so he didn't know to just come help. stewing and refusing to, to watch. And, and then finally, like, Alfred's like, you know, it's been like an hour. Maybe we should check in. And Robin's like, fine. And then they check, and there's no one in the apartment, obviously, because yeah. they've both been kidnapped. Well, I mean, Kitka hasn't really, because she's... In on it. Yeah, but they're pretending she has. And mm-hmm. then they fly off in their um, umbrella jetpacks. And, uh, and Bruce Wayne is like his hands around this pirate. Yeah, <laughs> it's very romantic. Robin <laughs> would have been so jealous. Uh, and then they, they cut to this newspaper and the headline reads, Bruce Wayne and girl companion kidnapped, colon, attractive girlfriend seized in brazen snatch. Yeah. Girlfriend, like, two one, words. One date girlfriend? Was two words, so maybe they mean it as, like, a female friend? Oh, she's just a friend. Yeah. <laughs> she's just a friend. But he was gonna smash it. Yeah. And, uh, Bruce Wayne threatens to kill all the villains if they've harmed Kitka. There there were moments where Bruce Wayne gets, like, really dark and violent in this. Like, it didn't fit the tone sometimes where he's threatening, like, cut people up and murder them. Right. It's like, Joker's going, I'm wearing a pink suit. And then all of a sudden, Batman... That's actually a really good impression of him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then Batman's like, I'll murder your whole family if you I'm don't gonna let me I'm going to slit your fucking see, throat, Joker. If you don't let me see Lady Kitka. <laughs> and so they were like, all right, blindfold Batman. Yeah. Turn Catwoman back into Lady Kitka. And they're like, you get two minutes. Like, it's a fucking conjugal visit. Conjugal visit. Yeah, they take him to a different room where Catwoman takes off her mask and pretends right. to be Kitka again, and they're they're both tied up, and uh, they throw them on the bed together. Also, no um, double, like no pun intended when I said fucking conjugal vid- visit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, as they're talking, Bruce reveals that he has a radio strapped to his elbow. The villains are listening, and then they uh, bring him out of the room. They try and take off the. The, the the radio, but in the process of like untying him so they can get to his elbow, uh, he he fights them, fights them off, and there's another big fight scene, and um, when, in the process of the fight scene, they they had this whole plan that we we kind of glossed over, but the reason they were kidnapping Bruce Wayne is so that they can lure Batman there, and then they're going to get him to step on this spring. And launch him out into the ocean where there's an exploding octopus. Yeah. And so... The penguin planned that. Yeah, (laughs) yes. And uh, what is with the penguin and exploding marine life? You would think he would not want to because he is, like, kind of part of it. Yeah, but it's... This is not... He doesn't normally have, like, a thing for marine life in in the comics or any other movie with him. 
Anyways. Um. <laughs> so Batman escapes out of a win- a broken window. Yeah, and one of the henchmen lands on the, the spring and, like, explodes the octopus. And- right. Uh, and so Batman escapes onto the roof, does a beautiful dive yeah. into the water. Oh, I also, uh, I wrote down that there's another super dark moment with Batman and Kitka where he tells her that we have nothing to look forward to but death. They just did oh, not. Yeah. That did not Fuck. fit the tone of this because movie of at how all. Batman wasn't going to come because yeah. he was Batman. Right. But you think that Batman would be like, we'll figure a way out of this. I'll get us out. He's like, there's nothing to look forward to but death. Jesus. He's reading too much Poe. Which is kind of. He's he really, has been reading. He's kind of gothy. But so far, those villains have not killed anyone. No. So They're not even threatening to kill him. So Bruce him. is jumping to some conclusions. They're not even saying we're going to kill you if Batman doesn't show up. They're just holding him there. Right. He really feels like a like a teenager in this. He's so emo and, and gothic. Yeah. Um, He's definitely, like, at, in, at home, like, listening to the Smiths. Like, just like, this is my life. Nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. I'm just going to... Oh, man, if I memorize these Edgar Allan Poe poems, maybe some girl will find that romantic and maybe I'll get laid. It's like uh, the 60s version of, like, reciting Cure lyrics. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Batman comes back to Wayne Manor and he's dripping wet. Yeah. And basically no one asks any questions. No. He just, like, gets in, his, gets in a fresh bat suit and they're off in the Batmobile. Yeah, and uh, the Riddler uses this machine to suck all the moisture out of some of his henchmen, turning them into little piles of dust. Mm -hmm. And then he sweeps them up into vials. There's like five different plots over the course of this movie. I think maybe that's why I found it so difficult to watch because I was like, I it's just jumping around. Yeah. I also think that there was like, whoever wrote it had like a major boner for different ways to get around because there was so much of the plot that involved <laughs> that like there's a lot there's a uh, well we, we talked about that before but there's a whole bunch of different bat conveyances um, so Batman throws some weird shade at just people who drink he, he they go back to the um, the lair where he, he'd been kidnapped and where he believes Kitcha still is and uh, Robin's asking this is just like a hotel. Like, how could they be operating out of a hotel when no one notices? And yeah, Batman's like, oh, they're all alcoholics. And um, Robin just says, oh, I'd rather die than ever have my senses impaired. Yeah, and I was like, um, okay, maybe just don't take everything your boyfriend says so seriously. <laughs> have a thought for yourself, Robin. <laughs> And then they have that climbing scene, which is hilarious. Yeah. When they're clearly just walking. Yeah. And, and they've, like, flipped the camera. Yeah, they, they climb up the um, the side of a building, and they're way too close as they're uh, standing there. Robin's... They're just, like, spooning up the side of the building. Right. But definitely they filmed it where they yeah, were, like, 100%. just bent over pretending to climb. And there's a guy who, like, sticks his head out the window, and it's like, oh, what's going on? And he was... at If, if it had been tilted the way that it, it looked, the angle that he sticks his head at would have been impossible. He's, like, perpendicular to the building. Right, yeah. He's, like, just 90 degrees He would have had to, like, it. be an owl and be able to turn his head all the way around. Yeah, like, his whole head and shoulders are, are sticking out. Uh, so then they, they find a bomb in the, the villain's lair, and uh, Robin, Batman orders Robin to, to leave, 
and uh, he... He cares about him after all. Yeah. <laughs> this is the slowest bomb. I it's, wrote in all caps, world's longest bomb fuse. This is like five minutes of trying to dispose of this bomb. This is another Batman yakety sax moment. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, and it's it's like a, one of those. It's like a cartoon. Yeah. It's like a cartoon bomb where it's like a like a giant bowling ball type thing. With it looked like a firework sticking out right. the top. Like if it were actually a cartoon and like Bugs Bunny found it, he would like find some way to stick it inside Daffy Duck's mouth and hold the bill closed. Exactly. And it would like blow off exactly. all of his feathers. And there's like a five minute scene of Batman just running with this bomb held up over his head and he's trying to dispose of it. And everywhere he looks, it's just nuns and a woman with a baby carriage and then a bunch of baby ducks. My favorite part was when he was trying to clear out the tavern and everybody like runs out except for those two fat ladies who were just eating their meal. (laughs) And I was like, why would you have them clear out the tavern if you're going to take the bomb outside of it anyway? Yeah. Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> there's a line where he just says, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> yeah. And um, following that, Robin says, holy heart badger. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and Robin is upset that Batman risked his life to save a bar full of people. He actually says, you risked your life to save that riffraff in the bar. And Batman reminds him that they may be drinkers, but they're still human beings. <laughs> Which is duh. Yeah. But Batman is After really... After our weekend, we were personally offended by that, Batman. <laughs> Batman would be very... If it were up to Robin, we would not be saved. If it were up to Robin... I still cannot believe you wandered around for like five hours. It was so bad. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So the penguin shows up in this horrible costume pretending to be a British sailor. No, he pretends to be the guy from the yacht. Oh, I that's didn't get that that's yeah, what he was going for. He's pretending to be the guy from the yacht who's like, oh, Ooh, Batman, I just stumbled upon you. I need some help. I did not get that. And while Batman does not see through the Catwoman's ruse because of boobs, <laughs> he sees right through the penguin. Right. It's really obvious it's the penguin. He's got an umbrella, even and though it's nose. a very bright, sunny day. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got his, uh, the penguin's always got a cigarette on like a, a holder mm-hmm. thing. He sounds, it makes him sound like Hunter S. Thompson. Just yeah. <laughs> um, so Batman is like, oh, well, we can check his fingerprints. And yeah, they're, they're weirdly, it's kind of plastic fingerprints. But it, it's so clearly the penguin and Batman knows it's the penguin, mm-hmm. but he's saying he's not. So Batman has to, to find out for certain. So Batman is fault is like a police officer, and instead of like just wrapping him up and dumping him in front of the police station like he used to, apparently now he actually cares about identifying the bad guys. Right. Um, so they're like, okay, we can take you back to the lab and identify you by your retinas, but first we're going to have to knock you out so you don't know how to get into our And this lab. is like the penguin's idea. He's like, Mwah, don't you have a retinal scanner back in your lab? Mwah. Yeah, because he wants to go back to the lab. Yeah, but how does the penguin know that he has this? Probably because he, like, went through the trash and saw the labels where <laughs> Alfred misspelled retinal scanner and, like, spelled it S-K-A-N-N-E-R. And they were like, oh, so he's got one of those. No, that must have been Robin who was doing it because Robin's the one who can't spell. Oh, you're right. Um, so they, like, get him back to the lab and he wakes up and the first thing he's like, can I have a glass of water? And uh, Batman's like, yeah, there's a water cooler right over there. Just go, go help yourself. Yeah. Um, 
And it's it's labeled like rehydration device or something right. like that. And like there's soft water and hard water. Yes. And um, there's like a, a switch, and the penguin uh, he, he brings out like a bunch of vials on like a, a, a like they're a all tube. connected by one tube. And he just stuck this down his pants, and there's this whole like a, like a clown pulling out like a handkerchief. Right. He just keeps pulling out this you whole tube. You excited to see me, or do you have vials of dehydrated <laughs> pirates in your pants? He, he uh, accidentally, in the process of uh, of bringing out these vials, he flips the switch from soft water to hard water. Right. And so he rehydrates the pirates, and they just kind of pop up there, and they try and fight Batman. But as soon as anyone touches them, they just disappear. They're subatomic. Yeah. It's basically Ant-Man. Yeah. No, they don't shrink. They just turn into antimatter. That's what I'm... But, like, that's basically the premise of, of Ant-Man is that he's, like, on an atomic level. But he doesn't become antimatter. I don't think... He just they becomes... Say they say he becomes subatomic. Yeah, but subatomic and antimatter are two different things. I don't know science. <laughs> You're a girl. I'm a girl. Um... Uh, so, so, so then the penguin just like, disappear though. Ah, there's a penguin or nothing. What am I gonna do now? Yeah. Oh no! And uh, that's not how he talks. I'm bad at voices. There you go. Uh, so Robin, Batman figures this out that like whoever uh, dehydrated them, uh, or the process of rehydrating them with hard water for some reason made them into antimatter. And Robin asks if they will be coming back. And Batman says, no, not in this universe. And yeah, it's just really, really dark, weird, again, very somber moment. Yeah. So are they dead? Is that how we should interpret that line? They're dead to this world. So did Batman just kill a bunch of people? Maybe it's like, you know, in movies sometimes when people get like trapped in a, diff- in a different dimension and it's all like white and, and uh-huh. weird things happen. Maybe that's where they're at. That's horrible. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't want to go like there. That's like worse than death. Yeah. Uh, so the Batman and Robin pretend to believe that the penguin was brainwashed, and they drive him into the city, <sighs> and uh, they, they spray they knock him unconscious to drive him so he can't see the entrance of the Batcave. Right. And then Batman, uh, as they're driving with the unconscious penguin, Batman just hands Robin a pill, and he swallows it without asking any questions. A yeah. pill? Sure, I'll take that. Oh. Doesn't even after he's taken it. That's what Batman and Robin are into. Remember when <laughs> yeah. Batman wanted to just be like, let himself be undressed? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, there's a scene uh, right right after that. The penguin, they wake him up and he gasses them and he steals the car. And it turns out, and they, they fake being unconscious and they reveal that the pill was an anti penguin gas pill. So they're pretending to be unconscious again. Mm. But points for Adam West for not letting the penguin undress them. <laughs> Well, the penguin didn't want to. Yeah. He didn't care. <laughs> um, but conveniently, the penguin steals the Batmobile directly across the street from where the Bat Cycle is hidden by some artfully placed flowers and weeds. Yes. So they get in the, the Bat Cycle. Uh, turns out this is their plan. They wanted the penguin to steal the Batmobile. Oh, because they did stop the car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they get on the Bat Cycle, they drive to the airport. And, like, 20 feet before they get to the Batcopter, Robin's sidecar detaches, and it turns out he's in a go-kart. He's like, go-kart, go! <laughs> yeah. This feel like, did they make action figures of 1966 Batman back then? I don't know, then? but I hope that the go-kart detaches. Yeah, because that, that feels like the only reason I could think of for making that go-kart exist 
is if they were trying to sell more action figures. I just feel like they wanted it to be faster. So, like, if it splits, then they can both just immediately get in on their side of the copter. I guess. I guess guess that makes sense. And it's Batman's excuse for not holding the the copter door open for Robin. (laughs) So they fly in the Batcopter, and it gets shot down, and uh, it lands... On accident. Yeah, by accident. Because the Riddler's like, I want more riddles. Yeah. And I literally wrote down in my notes, the Riddler is crazy pants, and I enjoy it. (laughs) Um, Because he just was like, I want more riddles. Oops, I hit Batman. He shoots, like, a missile with... That's supposed to do skywriting. Right. And skywrite one of his riddles. Uh-huh. And, uh, but luckily, Batman and Robin land in a giant pile of foam rubber. Yeah, a because there was a foam rubber convention. wholesaler's Wholesaler. convention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a riddle in the sky, and they... I didn't write this one down. I don't remember it. It didn't make any sense. No, it was the one about... It was the one that told them that the United World was in danger. Like, that was the direct message. It was so not direct. It was very well it, it was like what goes what goes up white and comes down white yellow and yellow. Is it was an egg, an egg or an egg. And then the other um, one was something about unity. But but Batman just again the the free association uh, an egg, a container, nature's perfect container. The world contains the world. United Nations they're going to exactly. kidnap a bunch of people from the United Nations. He's like, the Security Council is meeting today at the United World. We must go there. And uh, so they, sh- the, the villains show up there. Catwoman uses her cat to sniff out the weak spot in a door, which is not something cats can do. Not, but we skipped a very important part. Oh, okay. Um, so Robin's like, should we get a taxi? And Batman's like, at this time <laughs> yes. of day? No, we'll just run. <laughs> and as someone who runs... In Midtown, regularly, it is not a fast way to get anywhere. No, and it's you very crowded. You have to crowded. stop all the time. The, the sidewalk is really crowded. It was a very bad plan. They should have just taken a cab. Yeah. Or fuck, take the subway. Yeah. Or Which, uh, actually, I would love to... I would have loved that if that was, like... They, like, run to the subway, get on, and then you just see them, like, sitting on the train, waiting, and, like, watching. Anyway, so the cat... they're running in front of, like, a green screen... Which, which felt like part such, of it is, but part of it's like filmed outdoors where they're running yeah, around all those people. Yeah. The filming just running in front of a green screen felt so unnecessary. I such, loved it. <laughs> so unnecessary to use a green screen. I was like, I want to like run in front of a green screen like that. Oh, make me feel like I'm running really far. Oh, how great would that be if they had a gym with like a, a treadmill that's in front of a green screen? Fuck yes. That'd be so dumb, but so awesome. Someone make it. So uh, after the cat sniffs out the weak spot, which was just called dropping a cat and seeing where it smells. Yeah, uh, the penguin gasses the security guards with his gas umbrella, and then uh, everyone in the UN is shouting in different languages, and uh, no one notices when all the villains show up. Even when the Joker starts dehydrating people, nobody notices. They just keep on shouting in their own languages and not listening or. Which I really hope is not how the United Nations works. <laughs> I feel like they have to have translators, and so they Exa- can't just I was be- like, this is before they had translators? Um, there can't have been a time before they had translators. How would they understand each other? Two points. Uh, one, so Batman and Robin are still running there, because obviously it wasn't faster. Mm-hmm. And Robin says, holy marathon, I'm getting a stitch. And yes. Batman says, oh my God, yes. hopefully it's a stitch in time, like it's going to get them there faster. 
he says, hopefully it's a stitch in time because a stitch in time saves nine and there's nine people in the security council. I was just like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Adam West? Also, the Japanese representative on the security council was played by a real live Asian man. Yes. No racism in this. And there was a black guy. Yeah. Who was playing Nigeria. Is this the first non-racist Batman? Not, it's not directly racist. Was there any indirect racism? No, but it's, it's one of those, like, representative things. Okay, like, well... There's a black person representative. I mean, it's... I no, feel kind of bad for the Germans, but it wasn't that long after <laughs> World War II, so... I think this is a Batman that's kind of okay. It's kind yeah. of not... There were, there's a woman with a, a major role. Yeah, but her role is to be slutty so that she can... Okay, it's not... She does some good fighting at the end, though. Yeah. Anyway... Um, so ultim- so the uh, Batman, uh, the villains dehydrated all the members of the UN, and they sweep them up the, into little vials. And uh, yeah, and uh, Batman and Robin finally arrive at the UN building, and they're like, "Get everybody out, lock it down." And then there's a yeah, they say uh, lock the building down, and then a bunch of people just run out, which yeah. is not how locking and then down like, the building works. Turn off the ventilation because of the dust, mm. which was smart. Yeah. Um, but then again, immediately after that, Batman tries to take the elevator and has to, like, read through all of the different languages to figure out which button is up. Yeah. He has to, to like, like, he, read. with his finger, points under each huh. one and, like... Huh. 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 Up! Yes! Yeah. Okay. Instead of just pushing the top button. Yeah. Like, children know how to do. Right. <laughs> um... So they, they confront the villains, and Catwoman threatens to kill Kitka if Batman comes after them. Does she suspect that Bruce Wayne is Batman? I do not think so, because but, of the thing at the end. But Bruce, Batman doesn't know Kitka. The only interaction he's had with Kitka is when she tried to take his picture. Bruce but, Wayne is the one who's in love with but Kitka. But remember, they set up that plot so that Batman would come rescue Bruce Wayne and Kitka. But he didn't. Right, but Bruce Wayne got away, but Kitka didn't. Mm-hmm. So maybe Bruce Wayne went to Batman and was like, you need to go save Kitka. I'm trying to make this work. I think maybe she suspects that he's Bruce Wayne, because otherwise there's no emotional weight. But she could have... I mean, Kick is not there as far as he knows. No. So, I don't know. It felt like she was saying, I'm going to kill your girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe that's just, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Uh, so, there's a, a big fight on the submarine. Yeah. Um, they, because the... Well, first... Oh, wait. Which fight are you talking about? Well, for the the villains all escape through this elevator that goes down to... A submarine dock, like a grotto. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so Batman and Robin chase them on the bat boat, and they shoot uh, torpedoes at Batman and Robin. Right. And they use their remote control to blow up the torpedoes to jam the missiles so that they can't follow them anymore. Yeah. And then Robin and has like a laser bazooka. They start circles the submarine to try to get it to surface. Yeah. Well, Robin keeps shooting the yeah, laser like, bazooka at it. You're going to drown them. Yeah. Submarines can't take all that. Yeah. And they almost do drown. That's why but they have the to surface. But the Joker's like, no, surface us, surface us. Yeah. 
the, everyone, like, all the villains Penguin's are like, really freaking out. Penguin's prepared to go down. Yeah. Penguin's like, this is the end. Penguin actually shouts, do you want to live forever? Yeah. And Catwoman's like, I'm not made for water. <laughs> Surface us. Yes. <laughs> cats, don't, don't you know that cats hate water? The whole time, Cat, whenever she's Catwoman, she's acting really like weirdly cat-like and kind of... She's kind of porny. Yeah, super porny. Like she's sitting on tables. Yeah, and kind of just she's wiggling like, around. Who's a good kitty cat? Yeah, she's always wiggling her ass as she's at the periscope. And yeah. Anyway, so the the <laughs> submarine surfaces. Uh, there's a big fight on the submarine. Catwoman just throws a cat at Batwoman, and so he has to hold it for most of the fight, and then he throws it onto a rubber raft, saying "Bon voyage, pussy." Yeah. He, that was his official coming out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's him symbolically. Symbolically yeah. saying goodbye. Um, this, to me, looked like it was shot on a soundstage. Yeah, absolutely. Because that water's so so shallow uh, when they're all jumping off. Like, But it looked like hella fun to film. I hope that was on a soundstage. I felt bad for that cat. That cat must have been freaking out. Yeah, I really think it was a soundstage because of how shallow the water it was and how easy it was for everybody to climb those ropes. Yeah. You can't do that in deep water. And uh, the whole fight, this is, this, this fight was really different than the previous fights. They, they're doing like the wham, pow, all the, the writing coming at the screen. Thump, plop. That felt weird to do that, to apply that inconsistently throughout the movie. I feel like if you're, if you're going to do that, though, you have to do that with every fight scene. You can't have one that does it and then the rest don't. Maybe that's because this one's like the big fight scene. Is this the first fights? I think this is the only one where they're fighting while dressed as Batman and Robin. Maybe that's the difference. Mm. The other ones, it was Bruce Wayne. That's true. I bet that's what it is. I guess that's the logic. And a feeling when we're Batman and Robin are fighting together. Yeah, that's true. Um... So they're fighting. Everyone ends up in the water but Catwoman. And then Batman and Robin go after her. And then she's falling. When she's trying to get back into the submarine, she falls down and knocks her mask off. Yes. And uh, Batman is heartbroken. He's almost got, like, the one tear. Yeah. Like the Indian on the side of the road. A hundred percent. It so felt like that. He totally seemed like he was going to cry. And then he gives this, like, really sad speech where he's like, it's just... And Robin's like, oh... <gasps> And Batman's like, don't say anything. We can't compromise our identities. It's just one of those things. Uh, so Commodore Schmidtlap accidentally breaks the vials containing the powdered council members, mixing them together. Which was hilarious, and it was like a Marx Brothers movie stunt. Like, that he, like, walks in, trips over something, grabs Batman, tries <laughs> to catch it, falls down, breaks the things, and then sneezes the powder. Batman sets to work constructing an elaborate filter to separate the mingled dust. And Alfred makes a label for the machine, the super molecular dust separator. Robin asks him whether it might be in the world's best interest for them to alter the dust samples so that humans can no longer harm one another. In response, Batman says that they can no longer do so, reminding Robin of the fate of the penguins' henchmen and their tainted rehydration. Robin is kind of a terrible person. I'm going to be honest. I As soon as I saw that they all mixed together, I was like, that would be good for the world. <laughs> but Robin is kind of, he, he's, he's kind of evil. Like, he doesn't want to save people who drink. He's like, well, they're, they're drunk, so they deserve to get blown up. He's... He should watch himself, because he's an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> no one has to keep him. Right. 
But he's he's only interested in saving like very specific people. Eugenics. Yeah. Batman and Robin eugenics. How great would it be if That's Robin became a villain? Batman has to fight Robin? That would be very scary. Um, there's a theory, this entirely random, but it's about real-life supervillains. There's a theory that uh, Dr. Mengele and um, Cold War guy, not Putin, but the other one. Stalin? Lenin? That Stalin. That Stalin and, Men- and Dr. Mengele were working together to create people to scare humans Mm -hmm. so they like basically made very mentally handicapped humans and then flew them in a remote control plane to America to scare everyone because it worked with War of the Worlds and that's why America is terrified of very So that's like Roswell and the the alien crashes? That's amazing. I love that. Isn't that the most amazing thing? That was definitely a last podcast on the left thing. The Soviets actually like legitimately have been proven to have done some like bizarre fucked up experiments like they did you ever read about the thing they did with two-headed dogs no but one head's good two heads better (laughs) but they um i want a cerberus they took dogs and they'd like cut off like half the dog and i grafted onto another dog to try and make two-headed dogs then they both died yeah yeah pretty much they got they reached the point where they could keep it alive for like a day or two and that was like the best they could That's ever like do. That's like weird human centipedes. Yeah. And they did a thing where they were trying to breed like a half human, half ape. And they like impregnated a bunch of apes with like human sperm. That feels like something that could almost work. But I think you'd have to do it opposite. I think the human would have to be impregnated with the ape's sperm. You think? Why would that be? Because we're more evolved. I don't think evolution works like that. I don't know science, Danny. <laughs> but I, th- I keep forgetting you're a girl. But it makes I think it makes more sense for the the less evolved of the two to like come up to the level of the more evolved versus the other way around. Uh-huh. I think that evolution like the the evolution of the higher sperm or whatever would keep it from being viable in a more primitive... I, I think that the idea of there being... That this is not a, a science podcast. This is not the place for... Um, let's go well, obvi- if it's, obviously it's not a science podcast. If anyone wants to be on a science podcast, it would be like, <laughs> and here's what Chelsea has to say yeah. about science. I would be the Henry Zabrowski of science yeah. on a science podcast. I would love to hear you explaining all kinds of scientific stuff. It's actually one of my greatest skills. You're and not allowed to do any research. You no. just got to show up and explain gravity. That's why I was so good at that, that improv game where they're like, just make it up. Like, yeah, whatever. I also know a lot of random facts. So like when someone was like, tell us about babies in the womb. I was like, they scream. They can scream. That's a science that sounds fact. terrifying. Babies can scream in the womb. That's Look terrifying. it up. I'm not making this one up. I'm so glad I'm a man. I don't want to have a Dude, screaming have you ever person seen, inside Have you me. ever seen any of those, like, gifts of, like, babies, like, stretching out of their mom's stomach? Because once no. they get to a certain... Because, like, once you get to a certain part of being pregnant, you got a big-ass baby inside of you. Uh-huh. And, like, not only can you feel them moving around, you can see it. So, like, if a baby, like, sticks its leg out... You can see it pushing out of the mom's stomach. That's terrifying. It's like alien. I love watching that. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I'm not having kids. No. Um, (laughs) No. So anyway, they separate all the dust (laughs) and they take it back to the UN or the United World. Yeah. 
Um, and the presidents of all of these countries around the world are like, we're ready to rehydrate. Uh, so the Security Council gets rehydrated. Everyone is alive and well, and they continue to squabble amongst themselves. But now each of them speaks the, the language and has the stereotypical mannerisms of a country other than their own. Right. I don't remember which guy is speaking Russian, but he he's banging his shoe on the table. Yeah. Which is a direct reference to um, Khrushchev. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, Batman, being political. Batman quietly expresses his sincere hope to Robin that this mixing of the minds does more good than it does harm. And, and then, then they, they, they leave out the, out the window, window. Because... <laughs> Doors are, I guess, because they were like, we don't want to get in trouble. Let's climb out the window. <laughs> and then, so the final credits say the end, and then they say the living end. Like, there's more happening, but we just don't get to see it. And I was Is like, Is that what that means? The living end? That's how I kind of like. <laughs> Isn't there like an expression like, it? oh, you're the living end? I have never heard that. Maybe um, I made that up. Have you heard about. So. You know, when you're telling, like, little kids how to fold paper, that you can fold it hamburger style or hot dog style? Yeah. All right. So someone in my class referenced that today in an improv scene. All of the people in the class that were from, like, the Northeast had no idea what we were talking about. Really? Yeah. So there's, like, me, there's a guy from West Virginia in my class and a couple of other people. And we were like, is that just a Southern thing? Like, what? I don't know. Anyway. Um, so that's the end. That's the end. That's the 1966 Batman. Uh, what do you think? I liked parts of it. I loved all of the colors. Yeah. It was like such a visual treat. And like, I really did enjoy the costuming and the characterization of the villains. I thought that they were great. Um, I liked some of them. The Riddler kind of annoyed me. I honestly thought that the Riddler reminded me more of how most people play the Joker in later years yeah. um, than the Joker himself. I hated the Joker. I hated uh, Cesar Romero as the Joker. I was just really into his pink suit and lime green hair. <laughs> the fact that he didn't shave off his mustache just drove me nuts. I loved it. I thought couldn't it was hilarious. stop staring it's at that so mustache. Bad. Yeah, it's very distracting. Um, that being said. Do you recommend this? Get high and watch it. That's just, yeah, that's fair. Because, you know, there's a lot of gaps where things are happening and you don't really want to pay attention anyway. And It's it's another one of those movies that's really st- stupid and fun. If you watch, like, with some friends and we're kind of yeah, laughing for sure. at it, I can or see like that Or, like, if fun. it were, like, on, on in the background at a party. Yeah. Super great for that. Yeah. Um, but compared to everything else we've seen... I still like the wild world of Batman, but of Batwoman better. Well, let's talk about where Adam West goes on our list of Batman. I actually think that Adam West is a really good Batman. Well, right now the list is uh, Catherine Victor from the wild world of Batwoman at the top. Ladies. Below her, we have Lil Batman from the Lil Batman YouTube. I've watched like three more of those videos. They're so cute. Uh, Then we have Jack Smith from Batman Dracula. Robert Lowry from... 1949's Batman and Robin No one And then Lewis Wilson at the very bottom Poor man Where do you put Adam West? I'm gonna put him at the top At the top? Really? Yeah, I loved Catherine Victor But I really feel like this is the first time We have like an identifiable 
Batman. He has a different speaking voice when he's Batman, and when he's Bruce Wayne, it's not a huge difference, but, like, enough. Mm-hmm. He has a utility belt that he actually uses. He's got all of his, like, cool, like, cars and shit. And yeah, he has an actual Batmobile. It's not just a, a car. Right. It's- it has like a bat Batmobile, bat cycle, bat copter, too whatever. much bat stuff. Um, like Robin isn't just a puss. Um, Inspector Gordon is in it mm-hmm. for re- Commissioner Gordon is in it for real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this really less plot holes, which yeah. is saying something. Yeah, this did really feel like an actual Batman movie. The villains. They were yeah. real Batman villains? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, the only thing... Now, don't base this on Adam West after these movies. I'm not, I'm not. The only thing that's making me hesitant to put him at the top is, first of all, he is just such a bad detective. And yeah. he he just seems really dumb in a way that I liked how Catherine Victor played it so much more seriously. And she seemed... She was very smart. Yeah, she seemed smart. She seemed in control, in she charge. She seemed guys. tough. Adam West did not seem tough. He didn't seem to know what was going on. Also, why did Robin have to solve all the riddles? Yeah. <sighs> I'll put him at number two. I'm fine with that. I think Catherine Victor's costume's better. I think her henchwomen are better. Yeah, I... I I say I number two. I honestly enjoyed watching that movie more than watching this one. Right between uh, Catherine Victor and Low Batman. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> okay. All right, so Catherine Victor, Adam West, Low Batman, Jack Smith, Robert Lowry, no one, Lewis Wilson. Yep. That's our list. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Lady at the top. Lady yeah. Batman. So uh, I want to take a quick break and we'll watch a short fan film. Yeah. We'll talk about that. So we watched a fan film that's just... It's just called Batman, just Batman TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an Australian film by a guy named Joe, Joel Phillips. Uh, very, very short. It's, the whole thing is like two minutes. Mm-hmm. What did you think? It was like a Batman Life Alert commercial. <laughs> it kind of seemed like that. Yeah. Um, so, like, this is what happens. It's raining. Mm-hmm. It's dark. There's a spotlight on Batman. He's laying in an alley, but he can't stand up. (laughs) Then some people walk up wearing what look like Nazi pants. And they have sticks. And, um, like, what are those police sticks called? Batons. Batons, which is a gay name for a stick. He's doing a a voiceover, like, how did I get here? What happened? Lying in an alley, just like my parents. Yeah. And at the end, he basically says the whole, like, I'm not the hero Gotham wants, but I'm the hero Gotham needs. Yeah, just like a worse version of that. Uh, that was real close to copyright infringement. I mean, it's 100% copyright infringement. It's a fan film. Yeah, that's, but that's to be fair, I would like to see a movie where Batman fights the Nazis. Because they would kick his ass. Why did they not do that in the 1943 one? That would have been so much better. Because they were too busy fighting the Japanese. And I almost said Japs because of watching that movie. <laughs> that really would have been a way better villain. You could have had a white guy playing a white guy. Yeah, but realistically, the Nazis would have kicked Batman's ass. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, what do you... Nothing really happened in nope. this movie. Not a lot happened. It's just kind of him lying on the street in the rain. And I literally uh, was like, when we first saw it, the first thing I said was, wheelchair Batman? Yeah. 
and uh, we it's two minutes total. About a minute of that is credits. And we hit the credits, and I'm like, well, time to turn it off. And you're like, no, that can't possibly be yeah, the Yeah, I was end. like, no, no, there let's, has to be more Let's the watch end. all the let's credits. Let's watch all of it. Yeah. So we did, and nothing. there was nothing more. Uh, do you recommend this? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, his costume was better than the Best costume guys. by far. But I think seen. that's because he pulled an Adam Scott in that episode of Parks and Rec where he treats himself <laughs> and bought the Dark Knight um, costume. I'm going to put him like... Should we cover that episode of Parks and Rec on this podcast? Yeah, we should. I think we should. I think, I think we should. I think to. it's really important. Um, yeah, we have to. It um, really seemed like a ripoff of the, the Christian Bale Batman. He was wearing like that oh, kind of bat suit. Yeah. He was trying to do that he voice. He all dark and whatever. But I was just... I literally was just sitting here like with squinty eyes. Mm-hmm. Just like skeptical. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I wouldn't want to watch the movie that like it, if hypothetically it was a trailer, I wouldn't want to watch the movie because Batman looks like a bitch. I hated his voice too. Yeah, and also when he did like the voiceover, I don't like when if you do a voiceover and then you zoom in on the actor's mouth, they're not saying anything. Uh huh. And that happened in this. Yeah. I just don't like that. I think it's messy. Even at two minutes, I don't think I could recommend anyone watch also, this. Also, they're fucking annoying. Like, they included in the credits, they were like, filmed in this part of Australia, two days, no, zero budget, one rainy night. And I was like, okay, well. Yeah, I mean, it's a minute long. The fact yeah. that it's not impressive that you did this in, in two days. I could do that on my iPhone. Yeah. Right now. I could go outside and lay in an alley it's a minute and long. Have Danny and have Danny do a voiceover. Yeah, it's a minute long and nothing happens. The fact that it took two days to do this is kind of amazing. Really, it is amazing. Like we could, like I could go lay in your hall right now, and you could just read. Ran, you could open up one of your Batman books and read a random Batman passage, and that would be better. Oh, how good. we should make our own Batman fan film. Um, how great would that be? We should start making parodies of Batman fan films. Yes, where we make them intentionally bad. Yeah. Because that's more my speed. How great um, would it be if we did like a shot-for-shot shot remake of some Batman movie, but it was just us with zero budget, and we did no the whole... No costumes? No costumes. At all. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe just like a, a Batman mask made out of aluminum foil. Yeah. Yeah, send us some ideas if you want us to do that. So where does Joel Phillips go on our list? <sighs> I'm going to put him below Lewis Wilson. <sighs> I think that's... I mean, I don't want to put him Lewis high. Lewis Wilson but. learned lines. <laughs> I mean, his costume is so much better than Lewis Wilson. I think the costume alone has to bump him up. Yeah, but than that. you don't really see any of the costume because he's just laying in the dark in an alley and it's raining on him. And he doesn't do anything. You know, part of the reason we put Lewis Wilson at the bottom is because his stunts were so bad, but this Batman does literally nothing. He doesn't move. At least this Batman didn't have a Boston teeth. accent. Hey, you know what? I'm fine with it. I think that he is worse than Lewis Wilson. That's Gadgets uses none. Yeah. Fights, not at all. Yeah. Costume? The costume is really good. That's the, the big thing. I want to put him above, still below no one, but above Lewis Wilson. I don't think that's fair to Lewis Wilson because he filmed all of those serials and he learned all those lines. And yes, he did I fight. And there were hate some Lewis Wilson so much. There was that one fight scene I where he knocked him. those two guys' I heads together. Him. No one is worse than Lewis Wilson. That's not true. This guy's the, worse than Lewis just Wilson. Just how short this is, and this so, goes above Lewis Wilson. But the guys who made this are so fucking pretentious. Like, I would rather have, like, a blue-collar, 
bossing guy above this pretentious twat who's just laying there and who's like acting as gritting his, his teeth. His costume fit though. His costume. You can't fit. even tell. It's too dark. <laughs> the fact that it happened at dark. We didn't even talk about that with the 1966 movie. It's all during the day. Yeah, that's true. Batman's supposed to be like at at night. The fact that they did this at night, they got something right. Yeah, but no, Batman's not. It's not right. What are they going to do? Take him to a lab? Turn him into, I don't know, another superhero? What's that guy's name? The Grumpy Deadpool. Are they going to Deadpool him? Because he's I'd paralyzed. He can't get up. I don't think he's paralyzed. I he think can't he's, get up. He's, just he's trying. Been, he's just been, like, beaten up. He's not paralyzed. He is in this. He doesn't move. He can't even push himself up in a push-up. That doesn't mean he's paralyzed. Lewis he's Wilson just could do at least a push-up. <laughs> I don't know if he could. Lewis Wilson is not in good shape. Lewis Wilson could do at least a push-up. Yeah, I don't think he could do a push-up. I think he could. I really do. I mean, we're still putting him... I still want to put him below no one. I'm still saying this should not be watched by anyone. I just don't think it's fair to Lewis Wilson, because you have to look at his time. Like, if you were to transport that serial forward to now, mm-hmm. Lewis Wilson would be better like his costume would be better he could go to a store and just buy a costume i would watch this so many times before i would watch lewis wilson again well yeah because this was a minute long yeah exactly that's what makes it so much better i don't think that it's fair because i think if we had to watch a whole serial length of this guy's batman Mm -hmm. i would still put him below lewis wilson the costume is better. The voice was better than Lewis Wilson's, even though the voice was bad. But the costume, they made the costume. And the voice is derivative because they're just copying Christian Bale. So Lewis Wilson didn't have that as a thing to work off of. And Christian Bale's is derivative of all of the other Batmans that came before him because like, they get darker and darker from Adam West. So it's really not him being better Lewis Wilson, like, invented the wheel. And, yeah, we figured out tires and all kinds of cool shit since then. Yeah, but we're not grading on a curve here. We're saying who is better than who. The fact that it, I don't want to give him points for being the, the first. He belongs I'm not saying the, giving him, like, I'm not saying for the first, but I think you have to judge it within its time against something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And the Lewis Wilson one, they did do part of it at night, so they got that right, too. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna fight. What if we put him tied at the bottom? We could do that. Let's tie him. Let's tie him at the bottom. Because we're not gonna convince each other. And and we're fighting over. They're both so bad. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're both so bad. We both agree that they're terrible. But who is more? I think. I think saying they're equally terrible is fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. So the list is Catherine Victor, Adam West, Lil Batman, Jack Smith, Robert Lowry, no one, and then Lewis Wilson and Joel Phillips tied at number one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, tied at number seven. Yeah, that's, uh, I agree with that. And also, second week with Lady on top. Yeah, yeah, Catherine Victor holding her own there. Get on it, cowgirl. Uh, So next week, we'll see if Catherine Victor can maintain her spot. As we move on to James Batman, it's a Filipino movie. It's a parody of Batman and James Bond. Wow, that's gonna be great because I'm neither so one of us are super big Bond fans. So or Filipino fans. 
I have nothing against <laughs> people. I actually went to high school with a bunch of them. So. And uh, we have... Well, can I don't want to... Can be wanna... found on YouTube for people to watch along if they want to? I believe it can. I'll post a link when we do that one. James Batman. James Batman. No, 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 no. James Batman. Uh, so anything you want to plug? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Amalfi Broad. You can find me on Instagram under the same handle. It's private, but I'll accept you because whatever. Unless you're a porn site, then probably no. Um, and I don't have anything really coming up right now. Um, find me on Facebook, Danny Rathbun, R-A-T-H-B-U-N. Friend me on, uh, on Facebook. I'll friend anyone. Uh, Twitter. I'll take any friends I yes. can get. Please, please, someone be my friend. <laughs> I've got zero Facebook friends. Chelsea will still not accept my friend request. No, I can't. It's just like embarrassing. <laughs> um, Twitter at Danny Rathbun. Uh, Instagram yakbutter27. Uh, I don't really have any shows coming up. I think that's about it for me. Yeah, uh, pretty much for me, too. I know November 15th, I'm going to have a graduation show for my Improv 201 class with UCB. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll post more about that later on or talk more about that if you want to come see me make an ass of myself in public sober. I'll be there. If you want to come meet us, get our autographs, you can do that. Yeah, or just, like, tell us that we're annoying as shit. That's fine. I know. Please don't come to our shows to tell us we're annoying. If you you don't like us... People are coming to our shows. I don't care if they're coming to tell us we're annoying. Um, I I think that's it. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it for now. Yeah, like and subscribe to the uh, the, friend is from the page on Facebook. Na 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 podcast. That's eight nas. Uh, subscribe and, and rate us on iTunes. If you're having trouble finding us on iTunes, you can always search by Danny's name. I don't know why it comes up that way, but it does. Yeah. Uh, that's it for us. Yeah. Bye. Bye.